And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope you're having an awesome day, and you had a... Uh, good weekend. Um, obviously, I just spent some time with you uh, yesterday on, on Monday, but uh, still hope you had a great weekend. And um, walking out right now, and man, it is so crazy being in California. I'm still like getting over it fully, like being in California versus um, versus Chicago, which is a, where I spent you know 30, 28, 28 or thirty years. I don't know. Something like that. I'm 32 now, so I've been out of there for two years. So I guess 30 years. I spent 30 years in Chicago, and um, and yeah, I mean, at this time of year, November 23rd, it would be anywhere between. I mean, it could be as low as 20 degrees um, if you're lucky. It could get up to like the 30s and 40s. Um, you know, if you're really lucky, you might catch a couple days at 50. <clears throat> I don't know what it is out there right now, but my guess is it's probably in the 30s, maybe even dipping to the 20s. And uh, and anyway, that's just the way I grew up, right? So if you uh, if you hit 40, you were like counting your lucky stars. And right now I'm outside, and it's probably 65 to 70, and it's just like totally crazy. I know some of you, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna stab you, Zach. You know, you could be <laughs> if you lived like I did in Chicago for that long, um, or if you're in a if you're in a warmer climate, you're like, you know, yeah, 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 whatever. It's totally normal. But for me, it's like completely like I'm still like oh my gosh, I can't believe that this actually exists. You know, it's just, just not the way that we grew up at all. And it's just so cool. I'm like, it's kind of nice to be in this kind of state of wonder. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I went to the park this morning to do a really kind of easy workout. And, uh, and, um, there was like people outside, like walking their dogs and stuff. And they had like shorts and a t-shirt on. And I'm like, holy crap, this is literally Thanksgiving week. And there's people with shorts and t-shirts on. This is, you know, not normal, totally nuts. Um, and also I've just been kind of like reflecting a little bit this week. Um, it's just been cool. I mean, you know, so a lot of times I, I mean, I, I'll, I'm the first to admit like you, no matter where you get to, um, you just, you, you still have problems, right? So like your problems really don't go away. They actually, they actually just change shape. Um, so rather than, you know, worrying about whatever you're worrying about today, once you ascend 
and you solve that issue, like you're going to run into another one. And I've, I really learned that like last year, right around this time I was dealing with, um, I forgot what we were dealing with, but, um, we were dealing with something and I remember having this conscious thought like, holy crap, like my problems haven't gone away. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't have a job anymore. And, you know, um, you know, uh, by comparison purposes, we're making really good money, but we're dealing with, um, something and I found it extremely stressful. And I was, I remember having this conscious thought like, wow, the problems didn't disappear. They just changed form. You just deal with different stuff. And, um, that is totally true still. I mean, it's a year since I've had that conscious thought and, uh, you know, we've evolved even more, even more so, um, in the past year, um, definitely had some really big steps this year, very, very important ones in, in business and in life. And, um, and, and yeah, the problems are still there. They're just different. Um, but one of the things that I've been reflecting on, which is just really nice is, you know, five years ago this time, I don't know the exact counter. Um, somewhere, I think it was like, I think it was five years ago. Uh, I was driving or it was, I was still at my job and I was about to quit and I had to drive Uber to like make the ends meet. Um, so I was like just making that transition into in the online marketing world and, um, the online marketing world wasn't giving me, um, the online marketing plus network marketing, like all that combined wasn't giving me enough to like be full time. So I had to drive Uber. And it was in Chicago, and I remember I lived in a city called Wheaton, and uh, Wheaton is about 30 miles out of the city of Chicago, and um, and so it's a very nice suburb, um, but, you know, if you're driving Uber, like you, especially back then, you really had to be in the heart of the city to, like, make enough money to do, to, like, have it be impactful. So I literally remember leaving my job, and um, I was leaving, I left a pretty well-paying corporate job, um, just so I could go full-time and kind of control my schedule more, and uh, needing, then I found out very quickly I needed to do something else to figure the bills out, and so I was driving Uber, and I literally hated it, I despised it, um, but I would have to drive, like, I'd have to get up at, like, 5 in the morning <clears throat> and drive, you know, uh, 45 minutes to an hour to uh, get to, um, you know, get to the north side of the city, which is kind of like the strategic place to go <laughs> to get to catch the rides um, that made the most money. And um, I remember doing that for, for for a few months, and I'm like, man, this just blows. Like, <laughs> I hated it. I hated driving Uber. Um, but I just did it for a little while. And, um, I remember at one time I, I swung past my old work and I had lunch with my old coworkers. It's like probably two, three months after I quit my job. And they were just saying how lucky I was like, man, you're so cool. Like, you know, you're, you know, you just control you. I didn't tell them I was driving Uber. Um, they just thought I was full-time online at that point. And I didn't ever lie to them. I just didn't correct them. <laughs> and they're like, man, you just get to, like work in your pajamas all day and what stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm leaving at 5 a.m., going to the city, driving for six hours, and then driving back to the suburbs to like get in, get online, and start trying to you know make it happen. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, I'll, I'll say I'll spare you the story for now. But uh, basically, after um, a few months um, of that, I uh, uh, you know par- partial skill, partial luck, I was able to um, stop driving Uber, and then I was able to start really starting to make some good money online. Um, and, uh, that was really, really cool. But anyway, I'm just kind of like reflecting back on that. I was sitting there this morning and I'm sitting next to Bellamy and, um, and you know, he's two and a half months old. I'm like rocking him and stuff. And I'm like, wow, 
this is so cool. You know, like my biggest dream when I was driving Uber, like at that time, <laughs> was just like, I just don't want to leave the house. Like, I just don't want to leave the house to go make money. I think that's just all I care about. Like, I don't care if I work 14 hours a day. I just don't want to leave. <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, I'm, I was kind of like reflecting. I was kind of like being a bit of a baby. I was like beating myself up over something. And I was like, you know, we all do that, right? I was kind of beating myself up a little bit. And I'm just like, dude, like, shut up. <laughs> like, you're sitting in a beautiful house. Like, I'm looking out, I go to, I look outside the right window, and there's these accordion doors that open up into, um, I'm standing at it now, like, looking over this forest preserve, basically, this park. And this is our backyard. And we're seven miles from the beach. Um, it's sunny, it's 65, it's 70. And I'm at home right now. And I'm like, I don't need to leave this house to make a living. Like I can, I'm like literally right here and a good one. And I'm like, dude, Zach, shut up. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, and I was in, and you know, beat myself up over silly things. And we all do that. Right. So like, you don't ever get past it fully. You, know, you, you and me, like I am my own worst enemy. You're your, you are your own worst enemy. And I think it's just good to take inventory of the things that we should be grateful for. Uh, I try to do it every day. Um, am I perfect at it? Nope. Um, I mean, I do take inventory every day. Sometimes it really settles into my heart and I'm truly grateful. And sometimes I just kind of do it as an exercise and it, I'm sure it helps, but it doesn't like feel like it helps at that moment. Um, but anyway, I, this is actually not the topic I meant to speak about at all today. So, <laughs> uh, I was supposed to do a small little intro and then get into it, but, uh, that's what ended up coming out instead. But what I actually wanted to speak about today um, it kind of folds into it really nicely is, you know, is what's your upline teaching actually working? And um, I know I talked about this last year for a little bit. And I wanted to just really bring this up because, <clears throat> you know, I, I've given a lot of credit to our original upline. You know, they, they taught me some great principles um, about life, communication, business, uh, network marketing, um, leadership, no doubt. And they taught me incredible principles. I've given a lot of credit over there. Um, but one of the things that I wasn't getting was like actual business principles and, um, and truthfully what they were teaching in business was not working. Um, and I was, if you don't know my story, like I was like the ultimate downline. I was like the exact person that you wanted to sponsor. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just telling you the way it was and, um, what you would get if you did what I did. And so you, you know, I got sponsored and I did literally everything I was told like two AT, at 100% capacity. They told me to make a list of my friends and family. Two weeks later, I made the list and I called them all, 800 of them. Um, I, remember, I, literally, I still remember sitting at my little makeshift desk in my parents' house calling all 800 of my friends. Um, I still remember having some of those awkward conversations even to this day. I still remember inviting them out and sponsoring many of them. Um, <clears throat> Once that list ran out, I said, hey, Upline, what do I do now? And they said, well, go meet people. And I proceeded to meet people at gas stations and Walmarts and Targets and uh, things like that for four or five hours a night, every single night, seven days a week for six years straight. Um, they told me to, you know, speak on stage. I spoke on stage. They told me to meet people at this place. I did that. They told me to do this. I did that. Um, literally put 40, 50 hours a week into my business every single week on top of my full-time job for those six years. And at the end of it, um, you know, honestly, I didn't really have a ton of financial success. Um, in fact, I think when you probably boiled it all down, I probably lost money <laughs> in those six years. Um, and it wasn't because, and I knew like at my core, like I knew like, okay, this, you know, some people, 
like they just this is not the business for them right like so I, I knew that like there's some people that this just wasn't for them <laughs> like the personality just did not jive with it right they, they hated every minute of it that type of thing well I didn't like I, I did jive with it you know I'd always been a communicator I'd always been um I was always told as a kid like Zach you're a natural born leader all these different things and I, I know that sounds incredibly egotistical I'm just trying to tell you a story as to what was going through my head and I remember being six years in and I was like what's going on like how is it possible that I'm in the corporate world and I'm quote unquote I am leading okay I, I keep getting promoted and I keep being put over corporate teams in the corporate world I'm leading them how is it possible that I can sell and make really really good money in the corporate world how is it possible that I can get on stage and you know do quite well uh, standing on stage and giving a speech yet when when it comes to this business I can't I can't crack it I can't crack it and I finally started to pull back and I started to look and I was like wait a second in the past six years that I've been here the overall organization hasn't grown at all I was a part of a big training team inside of that company and that training team was about the grand total size was like 20,000 people grand total and it hit it was at 20,000 when I got in and it was six years later and it was still at 20,000 and I finally started to question it. I was like, wait a second. This should, like, if there's always people growing, because they'd always tell us about who was growing and who was making money and all these different, they always would tell us about that, you know. Um, and in fact, I would per- perpetuate the message. Um, you know, we would march people across the stage who were growing. I was one of those people that would be marched across the stage when I was growing, all these different things. And I'm like, wait, if there's always people growing, how is it still at the same number six years later? And I finally recognized, I know it's, this is sound incredibly elementary and stupid when you're hearing it from my perspective now, but at the time I was in it, I, could, you know, I couldn't see the forest from the trees. And, and I was like, this thing hasn't moved in six years. This, this company has not moved at all. Uh, or at least this team has not moved at all. The, the, these tactics haven't worked. And when I looked at the U.S. numbers, the U.S. really hadn't grown almost at all. In fact, it was, go, it was starting to deflate, starting to go backwards. I was like, wait, a holy crap, what's going on here? And then I started to really dig into the tactics that were used to build the business. And a lot of them were honestly faked. And I was like, holy crap. And then I started to look even further and I started to really realize like, wait a second. When it comes to like the corporate world, I'm very in tune with um, making sure that I'm doing and promoting things that are desired by the market. When it came to network marketing at that time, I was doing things that were not desired by the market. I was promoting, much like you've probably been taught, I was told to, hey, here's a business opportunity. And when you're given, well, let's, let's pause for a second. When you sponsor your new guy, what's the first question that they ask? The first question that they ask is, well, what do I do now? Right? And your answer is going to cause them to do something, right? And most of the answers are, you know, go make a list of friends and family, you know, stalk people online, post randomly in Facebook groups, uh, post pictures of your products on Instagram, blah, 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 all that BS. That's what, that's what we tell our new people. Well, sometimes you'll get someone like me and they'll actually do it. And they might even get some initial success like I did. And that can hook them for a while, but eventually they'll, they'll, you know, they won't get results. We all know that. And they're going to, then they're going to start questioning things. And if they're not as bullheaded as me, they're going to leave pretty fast. And if they are as bullheaded, they're just going to get pissed. But most people, 
they're going to see that immediately. They're going to be like, wait a second. You want me to go make a list of my friends and family and call them? Wait a second. You want me to post pictures online of products? Wait a second. You want me to go into Facebook groups and randomly hit them up? Wait a second. You want me to do that? And meanwhile, in their head, they're thinking about all the competition that we now have. The competition that we now have as network marketers is Amazon selling. Like these people can go start an Amazon business. They can go start selling courses. They can start selling coaching. They can be online personal trainers. They can do all kinds of things. And thanks to the information age completely devastating these barriers, we have legitimate competition in the network marketing space that we have to be aware of. And most of the network marketing space companies and teams puts a blindfold over their eyes, their own eyes and their team's eyes, basically pretending like it doesn't exist. And as a result, everyone's got a revolving door business with low quality people. And when I finally realized that, I realized, holy crap, that's what I've had. I've had a revolving door business of low quality people at best. And so I had to ask myself, is what I'm being taught actually working today? It may have worked in the 80s. It may have worked in the 90s. It may be even have worked in the early 2000s. But all of that was pre-internet and pre-smartphone. <clears throat> that was before I could literally sit on my couch watching videos and an ad hits me for how to start an Amazon business. All these, I mean, you understand. Uh, you probably have had people on your team with shiny object syndrome. And that's why we have to adapt today. And that's why we're so adamant about helping network marketers because this is the most powerful business opportunity on the planet i mean i have go listen to a couple episodes ago when i basically talked about network marketing destroying everything this is still bar none the best thing that you could possibly do but it's not the best thing you could possibly do if you were forced to do it old school um the amount of sheer effort that you have to put in to get anything substantial financially i don't believe is worth it if you were forced to build old school like forced. Now, granted, if this was 1991, I would gladly build old school, but it's not. <clears throat> this is, what are we in? 2020. But if you can't adapt and if you can position this business in a way that your prospect actually wants it, can you imagine that? I, I remember the first, I remember, um, talking to one of my, my first client in network marketing when I was, I was generating leads for him and I was generating a lot for him. And I remember him saying like something to the effect of, uh, cause I was, uh, still partially representing that first company and, uh, you know, kind of doing my online stuff in secret. And he's like, Zach, can you imagine if you actually did something that people wanted? <laughs> I literally couldn't imagine it at that time. I literally remember not imagining it. Because I was so used to literally saying the name of my company and immediately those boxing gloves went up and I'd literally have to play verbal jujitsu magic stuff to get this get around this guy's objections and sign him up. And I remember being like, what would that be like? Let me just tell you what it's like. It is significantly easier and it is it is significantly it is infinitely more literally infinitely more lucrative i told you i think i when i when i take it all down um i lost money in that first endeavor now i'm not going to tell you what we make um primarily because of just being compliant with ftc stuff but i've kind of told you a bit about what the way that we live um and i can tell you that we make a lot more than zero so how about that so it's infinite. 
right? It's an infinite increase. So I just want to, I just want to hopefully just give you a little bit of insight into how powerful this industry can be if you do it the way that the marketplace wants. We have a saying in marketing, it's enter the conversation that's going on in your prospect's mind. So they're already thinking about stuff. If you can enter that conversation, you're going to win. The problem with network marketing is that it doesn't enter the conversation in the prospect mind. It actually goes against it. They already have these preconceived notions about how scammy and terrible the network marketing industry is. You can't just go and brute force your way in there. You have to come at it from a place that they are desiring. And everyone wants to work online. Everyone wants to not stalk people. Everyone wants to run. They want the rewards of network marketing without doing the old school mumbo jumbo that network marketing first uh, or the network marketing teaches. I had one of my best uh, best guys in our downline. He reached out to Ashley the other day, <clears throat> and uh, he was like, "Hey guys, like I know, um, uh, I know you, you know, pay attention to things and stuff. I just wanted to share something. Uh, I was on a mastermind call with uh, one of the biggest network marketing trainers um, the other day, and he had some huge, huge leaders across the network marketing industry, and they're all sharing what they were doing to build their business currently. And he's like, you know what I saw? He's like, literally all of them are still preaching the same old stuff." even today. And um, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Like, I don't know if there's, there's no other industry. I oh, actually, that's not true. <laughs> there's very few other industries that will just straight beat their head against the wall. And just basically say, if I hit my head against this brick wall hard enough, it will fall over. When at the same time, there's a door, it says MLM rebels on the door literally on the wall where you can just turn the handle and open the door and go through the wall. So anyway, um, all that to say, just question what you're doing. You know, you're going to spend your life doing something. You're going to work hard no matter what you do, whether you build this business online, whether you build it offline, whether you, you know, freaking build an Amazon store, you're going to work hard no matter what you do in life. You might as well build work on something that is going to work and fulfill you. And when I finally figured that out, I was like, you know what? I need to follow what I believe is right. So, um, anyway, I think that's it for today. Um, you may know this in a couple days, um, uh, actually Thanksgiving evening or Friday morning, black Friday, uh, we are going to be, uh, having a promotion. Actually the only promotion we've had this entire year, um, of any size, uh, for our rebels programs. And depending on where you're at, whether you are already a part of rebels program or whether you're, you know, you have not been a part of rebels program yet, we have something for you. Um, I'm really, really, really excited about this because the only reason that I, the only reason that I know that like, if you're listening to this right now, the only reason that you haven't adapted and started to move into the future of network marketing with us is because you're not hundred percent convinced that what I'm saying is true or you're not 100% convinced that what I'm saying is true for you, that you could make it happen. Um, and so the first thing is I want to prove that to you. Um, so depending on wherever you're at, uh, I want to prove that to you. We actually have developed um, a 
completely brand new, never before seen online event that's going to air um, on Thanksgiving evening. Um, so, you know, since I, uh, everyone's doing Black Friday stuff, it's like moving further and further up. It's uh, kind of weird. Um, but it's like, it used to be Black Friday, now it's like Black Friday, but it starts at like Thanksgiving evening. And then now the I literally saw an ad for Target that has Black Friday sale right now. I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyway, we have a never before seen online event that is going to take place. We're going to show it on uh, Thanksgiving evening. Um, we're also going to show it on Black Friday itself. And um, I am really, really excited about it. And it's literally brand new, never be- never shown it before of any kind, never, uh, I mean, the entire thing is brand spanking new. But I'm showing you exactly how we do what we do. Um, how do we recruit more people in uh, a day or a month than other w- top recruiters will in an entire year, or sometimes even in their uh, <laughs> multiple years? Um, you know, how do we make uh, multiple five figures a month just from front end commissions alone? Um, you know, how do we get hundreds or thousands of people to come to us, uh, on a monthly basis to apply to be a part of our team when the whole world is going out and stalking people. Um, so I want to show you how we do all of that. And then if you want to work with us really intimately, uh, at a more close level, uh, we're going to have an opportunity for you to apply to do so and, um, and, and get the lowest, uh, the lowest investment amount, um, that we've, that we've ever offered. Um, and so I'm really, really excited about that. So just want to remove, remove all the barriers for you so that you can step into the future and win at the highest level that you know you're capable of. So I've heard before that success is where opportunity and preparedness meet. And um, if you have been preparing, I'm about to give you an opportunity. <clears throat> So anyway, with that, um, in order to join the waitlist, you can't get into it now, of course. Um, but if you want to join the waitlist, it's blackfridaymlm.com. So blackfridaymlm.com. You can go and, go and join that waitlist and uh, we'll notify you with an email and a text if you want to enter your phone number uh, when everything is opened up and when you can go into uh, to register for the event. So anyway, uh, with that, we love you all. Appreciate you. If you found value in this, Scroll down below, leave a five-star rating, leave a review, and uh, would uh, really, really appreciate that. And I uh, can't wait to see you at the event. All right, talk to you all soon. Thank <laughs> you.